Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. And today I'm actually going to walk you through before we make an offer and we're comparing two properties. We're doing comparing two properties. Which one should we go with in terms of an offer? And now when you are going through the, the property process, analyzing the deals, there's three points in your journey of de- doing your deal where you are assessing the market and the property and you're doing this comparison to see if you are going to go ahead with a deal. So the number one time is when you make an offer. So you, you might have already had, and if you're one of our sourcing clients, our advice agents clients, we would have gone through the criteria you needed, the criteria you wanted, uh, what's realistic in the market, shown you some examples and build out a pathway already for you, not just for the one property, but for the ones that followed. But really... Uh, the, the price sort of the way forward once you get at the property you might have two or three properties there to choose from uh, you may have one property that you know that's ticking all your boxes one of the things that we do is to give you perspective around what else is in the market so we have a look at what else is on the market we show you some listings we show you some other properties and when sometimes we're comparing two properties before we make the deal and this is what I'm going to show you in this video the two properties we're assessing we've just had an offer accepted on one of them and the reason we've chosen to go with one instead of the other I will show you the process so that's the number one time you assess the market and do a comparison assess the deal in commercial the numbers two time is when you go through the due diligence process and you're about to end your due diligence uh, you end your due diligence and you've sort of gone through you're quite comfortable and there might be certain areas never is there a due diligence process that is totally perfect and you can't rush through the process sometimes it's just not feasible to do it in 14 days and if that's what the vendor pushes back on you know that you've got to push back and say look i can probably give you a few other things or if we accept 14 we might need to have an extension so it's really important to um to be realistic with your timeline especially in terms of getting documents because at the moment it can take three weeks for a peasant building guide to go out there anyway going forward uh, once your dd has mostly been completed your next process is to analyze how this building might compare to something that's a new build, something that's brand new, lower yield, something that of a similar tenant but elsewhere. Uh, it's to compare it around. And we normally get this and have this conversation with you before you go unconditional in comparison to how the market has moved, uh, what's upcoming, what else can you get out there, and what else can you actually buy with with really the existing deal and that's when you make a decision yes i'm going to go with it or no i'm going to go and you know find another deal if it doesn't stack up so these are the things that um and you should not be railroaded into it if someone is railroading into it you should really rethink that process uh because what we do is have a really honest conversation with you and say this is what the property is. This is all your upsides. This is your downside. This is what it's going to cost you. And then finally, in comparison to what else is in market, there isn't anything or there's this one that we can do or we can go back out to market to find you something else and, and, and take you through that whole process. And then you make that decision, yes, if you're going to go ahead or not. So based on our recommendations and also based on just the facts in the market as well. So that's the second time you assess a commercial property deal. Now, finally, the last time you assess a commercial property 
you know, it's the court before you go absolutely con- unconditional. And this time it might line up with your due diligence or it might line up separately in a separate time frame. Say that your valuation came in earlier than your due diligence has been completed or that your valuations come in later after your due diligence has been completed because valuations do take their time at the moment. If that happens, then you've got a time where you're going to go through the valuation and and our team, when you're part of our client, we, we actually go through the valuation with you. We talk through what they flag. We look at the comparisons. We look at whether it's relevant or not. We look at the leasing, the sales. We look again back into the current market, what you can really happen in, in the current market. And then what we do is we look at a projection forward. See if you operate and let's say you uh, you want to hold this property for development potential. We're going to look at 10 years down the track and what you can do with it. Uh, if you are just a set if you get hold, we want to see whether in three or four years' time the market is going to compress enough for you to get enough capital growth for you to pull out enough money for the deal. We also look at the comparable rents at the moment and say, hey, if you're going to re-tenant this, so let's say you're going to re-tenant in, in like, say, two years' time because the lease is going to come up. Well, are you likely to get the same rent and how much is it going to cost you to retenant this property? So that's all coming to consideration at that time. And we're going to have a discussion, a really frank discussion about it so that you know whether the upside, whether the downside, the absolute risk and how it actually works in real life. So that is uh, the third time you assess the deal. So along the way, when you have a commercial property deal, I always say it's like an iceberg, right? Like an iceberg. So you get the 20% in the beginning. Right when you first make it the offer, so you do the preliminary assessment of the property, and then you do the next eighty percent while you're on the due diligence and finance. But you assess it three times throughout the deal. The first time when you are actually putting your offer, second time when your due diligence is completed, and third time uh, when your finance is done. So. This way, at the end of it, you're totally, absolutely certain the property is right for you. You totally know the property inside out. And you are absolutely certain and you know what the future can be and maybe to the best of everyone's guesstimate. So, of course, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. We can't guarantee everything, but it's to based on our history and knowledge, the area and everything we've done, we'll look at what is the best guesstimate for this property moving forward. So with that note, I'm going to share with you uh, the, the ones we've just done now to make an offer again and accept it so you get to see what we assess in our uh, future uh, parts to this video, we'll sh- share with you how we would be assessing a different deal because uh, uh, we would pull out a previous deal of when we're going unconditional and we have the we will have the valuation and then we have the um, the pest and building and we look at the current market and how we assess that um, to write whether we're going unconditional or not on that deal. So tune in for part two of that video. and It's going to be posted sometime next week. But the first part is what are we going to do when we assess the first round of deals? So let me just share the screen with you now and, um, and I can um, show that to you. All right, so there's two properties. So the client here is looking at two different properties and they all have to be under around that $600,000 mark, right? That he's, he's capped out around 600-ish. So we're looking at two separate properties. Uh, they're both in Brisbane, one on the Gold Coast and one in Brisbane um, Metro. And I want to share with you the two IMs. So this first one is called Bel Air on Broad Beach. So this is from Collier's. Uh, you can see this property. I'll just make it a little bit larger so you get to see it. So let's look at it. 
It's one of the ground floor retail spaces downstairs. Um, it says vacant possession here, but it's not the case here. This is actually a tenanted property. It now has, it was a Chinese restaurant vacated. Now there's an Indian restaurant in there. It's a full fit out uh, with a, a restaurant premise. But I wanted to show you what it is. And the tenants just signed a new five-year lease on this property. So the opportunity is that it's fully fitted out. It's 84 square metres. It's located in Bel Air. So you get to see that's a strip of shops there and it is one of these shops along here. We get to look at it. So the body corporate, we've got council rates, water rates, no property management fees. Land tax obviously doesn't apply because it's under the threshold. Uh, we look at no, um, it's, we look at the property management, so we need to add that in. So we would add in roughly about based on what the rent is at the moment, uh, and the rent sits somewhere around thirty-eight thousand or so net. There was they're renting it out for a bit over fifty thousand. We're we're calling property manager at two and a half thousand. So for us, it's twenty-two thousand five hundred in terms of the property, um, in terms of the outgoings for the property. So here is just the internally what it looks like. Obviously, it used to be a Chinese takeaway. Um, this is what Broad Beach is. They most likely would have had been hit and impacted by COVID during that time. Tenant probably vacated and now they've got a new incoming tenant as well. So this is just the layout of the actual property. Uh, you can see it's one of the properties here, the 84 square metres. Um, you can see the internally. And this is the sales process at, at that time. It was just giving us the same brochure. So you can see it's still done by the, um, the old uh, with the old tenants in place as well. So we've got your EOIs, but basically that is one of the properties. Now I'm going to share with you a little bit more about this property. Um, I'm going to pull up the lease so you get to see what this property uh, looks like now. Sharing with you this lease, uh, if you're hearing the pelting of rain behind me, it's actually a storm coming into Sydney. So um, it's, it's very loud. I probably should have done the recording earlier on in the day where there was like, crystal clear skies but anyway um let me share with you this um the lease so this is the lease for the bel air property you can see it's called world guru uh it started in 2021 in june 2021 and it's going to finish in 2026 so it's got a good five-year lease to go so that's a good solid property with five-year options and normally when you have an indian or chinese restaurant they rarely do leave the premise uh after you know they just stay there for a long term so we've got um the address of the lessor so where the the um the lessor lives and this is where the uh lessee uh they're actually local uh it's got a personal guarantee it's got the premise uh, it's for the whole of the land. It's got five years. Further five-year options, 57200 is their their rent. Um, is So 57200 and that starts on the 1st of June to the 30th of May. So you, by the time you settle on this property and you know, you, about six months into it, you actually get a rental increase. So there's a 4% rental increase per year, which is quite nice. And you've got June 2026 um, as the lease review. Outgoing is not paid by the tenant, so it's totally a net uh, a gross lease. Uh, they've got dining options, 84 square metres inside and outside 57 square metres. So it's actually quite a good space for inside and dining, especially now after COVID, the outside dining space is really becoming important, especially someone in Queensland where they have a lot of good weather for outside dining. Good security bond, uh, trading here, one parking space to provide three months of fit-out period. So obviously they've just passed that, so that's why it's been on the market now. Replacing the air conditioning, agreed to fit 
the front garden agreed to arrange complete um, you know, clean and the pests of that property as well. So everything else then goes to the lease. Uh, we can have a quick flick through the lease uh, if we were doing the assessment, but normally we will look at this when we're comparing both properties. So when so now you have the, the ins and outs of the one property. Now we're going to look at what happens with the second property. So then before we go and do what we consider a comparison. So let me share with you the other IM here as well. Uh, so you get to see that. So this is a, another restaurant. This is in Wollongabba, which is not too far from the Brisbane airport, a really quite close to the CBD in Brisbane. Great location, uh, probably a uh, um, lot more trendier, a little bit more trendier, and we consider that as well. Uh, and in terms of your demographic, who you might pick up as a as a as a clientele, but also sort of in the future uh, where it surrounds in terms of uh, the type of retenanting. Uh, whereas on the broad beach, you're going to get a mixture of locals as well as a mixture of tourism. And of course, as you'll find that with uh, with the Olympics coming up, be more and more people that would like to go back into that area. And of course, with the borders future by next year being open uh there'll be more people visiting that area so we've got a career in place here you can see it's pretty straightforward uh it's got and gabba ground floor retail well located precinct so obviously with one of these we know like we do a bit of an aerial shot so we get to compare the properties um and that's all part of when we do property comparisons uh high quality tenant exposure one park car park they have one car park as well uh, strong lease fundamentals. So one, uh, you've got one car space and you compare with the other. It's 111 square meters. So with the other one, we've got 87 and 47 outside. So uh, this, the other one's a little bit larger. This one's a little bit smaller. This might be all internal uh, rather than external. Uh, but let's have a look. Mixed use. So in the future, you can do mixed use. Uh, you can add other kind of tenancies in there. Um, you can see it's about 10,000. The other one was about 20 or so. So this one is a little bit cheaper. The body corporate is a little bit cheaper than the other one. But of course, no management fees as well. Um, we've got a um, no management here. We've got a gross rent. The rent is cheaper than the other rent. The other one was 57,200. This one is about 41,600. Um, we're at the net rent here of 31600 Now, again, no management fees, so we apply our management fees to this, which is probably uh, with this is about 2200 So we're looking at 12, um, we're looking at 2200 for the other one, 22000 for the other one. This one we're looking at 12, a bit over 12000 12500 for this one. So in actual fact, we need to work out what exactly is the net rent as well. So... So that's where we have the difference when we compare it. So but let's go through the rest of it so you get to see it. But you know, investor looking for well figured. Um, so 111, parking one on site, uh, street access, unrivaled exposure signage, full glass up front, excellent ease of access to Gabba Stadium within walks of public transport. The tenant is called Korean Butterfly commenced in 2020 so a little bit late a little bit earlier than the tenant in the Gold Coast but this one is a little bit um, the one in Gold Coast a little bit later so five years with five-year options chef of that well-regarded cooking industry successful create multi-course degustation 
they have their specialties a two-hour dinner session capacity to sit maximum 22 diners per sitting. Now, my question with that is, you know, with no outdoor sitting, with the new really um, people's COVID restrictions, how is that going to impact his business? It's one of the things to ask when I go through this. I think about this. So all the local amenities, obviously, well-located compared to everything else as well. Here's your outgoings. Reasonable utilities, body corporate rates. Um, utilities is a little bit high. Normally, it's about 1000 or so. So this is a little bit high. Body corporate is obviously a bit lower. Less outgoings, 30,000. 30, probably just hitting around 29,000, 29,500 in terms of the rent. Um, they also have CPI increases rather than 4%. So your rental increases and more cash flow and more in and, and yields will be better in the Broad Beach one compared to this one. It's got five years with five-year options. Start there. So you've got a little bit shorter half a year's difference between the two of them. We've got talks a little bit about Brisbane uh, development and it talks about the conclusion of where the property is. Now, we obviously have to look at the um the aerial shot of that property as well in comparison to Bel Air. So um, let's have a look at that because it's important to have a look at the different uh, areas and then we can make our final decision. So here's York Street. Here's the number 77 York Street. We see what's there. We can have a look at the um, street map here. So it's at the bottom. Of, there's lots of parking, which is great. We get to see lots of parking here. Um, it is obviously looks like an apartment building. Uh, let's have a look what's around there. We've got a, quite a bit of industrial um, and commercial around there. The, yep, and we definitely have it across there as well. So um, that's see where the clientele is. Okay, so this is probably your more of, you've got your trade links here. So this is still very industrial, this area. So looking back, so that's the building right at there. We're at the corner there. Um, we're very, it's very commercial, very industrial here. Um, and comparison, in comparison. So let's have a look at the Bel Air one. Um, so this is the, the property here that we're seeing. Okay. Let's go in and have a look. Let's put in the address of that. Um, So that's the highway there. So we can have a look at that. Let's have a look at, let's do a search for that. So we have a search and <clears throat> let's have a look what's here. We've got the different restaurants here. So we've got Thai, we've got um, Tattoo, We've got laundry, we've got grocers on one side and then we've got definitely the restaurants on the other side as well. So um, let me get the address of that one from based on the IM so we can look at it there. Uh, so the number of that. So that's shop uh, one. So let's look at shop one. Go back to that, shop one slash. No, doesn't have shop one. And we have, okay, so, so we've got, let's have a look at, um, let's put in Serpents Inc. So sometimes I just put, if I can't find it exactly, I will find something that's local and then I'll use that Serpents Inc here. We've got that here. 
and that will show us where that is at the moment. So we'll do a search for something local that we can see here, and that will help us. We will refresh that. There we go. And then we can click on this, and we can get a street view. So this is our street view here. So this is Bel Air. You can see Gold Coast Highway is the, it's the top section. And then we're seeing that this is Bel Air, that the actual apartment there. Um, let's have a look what else is around there. That's the Indian restaurant. Indian restaurant's already come up. So that's really good. So we've got some photos of that restaurant. So that's great there. Uh, we can see that we've got Pizza Hut. We've got Thai. So it looks like a bit of a hub there. Uh, and that's... We've got some houses out there and, of course, the apartments of people are sort of eating around there and there's a major apartment there. There's a Saffron Indian restaurant as well, so there's obviously some competition, but there's also uh, there's also definitely a lot of people. If there's already another Indian restaurant surviving well, there's obviously definitely a lot of people that is going to support the, the, the business as well. So to find it on Google as well, that's also encouraging. So for me, what we ended up doing is making an offer. Of, when we ran the numbers, this is what the numbers look like. Um, so I wanted to share that with you. So let's do that. So we have the one in, um, so the one in uh, Gold Coast is 57,200. And then we need to take out about 2,200 in outgoings. So we end up with, let's work out what we end up with here. Um, 57,200 minus 22,000, $35,000. Uh, call it 35K roughly net rent. Uh, we have an offer. Um, we offered and accepted at 610K. So it's a 5.77% yield. And versus um, so this is the Brisbane one, the money more Gabba. That's um, um, so we have here we've got the Brisbane one. It's uh, forty one thousand. 600 minus about 12,500 outs. Uh, we've got then we need to work out how much is our net rent, which is here 41,600 minus 12,500, 29,000, 29,100 29, net. Um, so they're looking for offers over by 50. So we divided that by 550, even at what they're offering, and then and the yield was at 5.29% yield. So in comparison, when we're looking at both of these, we decided to go with the Gold Coast one. 
um, because of the few reasons that we decided to go with that. And the reason we decided to go with that was firstly because the rental increases were much higher at 4%. So you're going to get to your 6% by in about six months' time over your 6%, um, which is great, whereas the other one's going to take longer. Uh, we also looked at um, one of uh, the other thing is location. There's a lot more people that are restaurateurs uh, in that area. So you've got surrounding hub of foot traffic and it's a well-known area for restaurants. A lot of apartments, a lot of people uh, are not only tourists but locals go there to eat. Lots of good restaurants there. Uh, obviously, a must taste the food during the inspection. Uh, but uh, you, you do uh, know that, you know, it's just got the established hub, established people. You are going to get the foot traffic and the business is going to survive well. And they are going to be quite busy. So yeah, you can see and there's other like restaurants. Obviously, we haven't done our due diligence. Yes, under due diligence, we're going to be looking at the restaurant, going to be eating at the restaurant, going to uh, check out the area. We're going to look at why the the body corporate and everything else in comparison is more expensive, but we're going to find all of those things out. And, of course, we do have other assessment before we go unconditional and then look at it again when we look at finance. So we got an offer accepted at 610, which means the yield is much higher than the other one as well. Of course, location ones, the Will and Gabble one, ideally it is in a better location, not so much tourist-driven and local-driven. Uh, it is very much an area that if you've got a brand name, people will go there. But one of the things I didn't like about it, I detracted from it, was that it's got a lot of industrial around there and the area hasn't come alive for a lot of locals to visit yes there is the the units above and there's some units around but because it's industrial a lot of those people do knock off really early in the afternoon somewhere about four or five o'clock which means that that area is going to seem really dead um, in the evening you want that vibrancy feel when you're buying a, a, into a restaurant or retail a precinct when there's food you want that vibrancy which this is not going to get it's a bit of an orphan on its own um, so I would be demanding a much higher yield for me the purchase price in order for me to be incentivized needs to be more around that 450 mark for me to do that deal so uh, taking it in, into hindsight um, we decided to go with the other deal hopefully this has been interesting for you to get to understand how you assess deals preliminarily before you do the um, the offer and most of the time we do this fairly fast and get that turnaround so we can put offers in especially in the market that is competitive so again if you're looking for someone to help you with a commercial property journey whether it's a $500,000 purchase or a $2 million or $25 million purchase do reach out to us because we have the expertise to build out a portfolio that is right for you uh, and with that in mind reach out to me at helentarrant.com or come and join one of our boot camps, our webinars. Uh, no risk to you, absolutely. Just about helping you get on to the right pathway for your journey. So all you have to do is click on the link below or reach out to me at helentarrant.com. Until next time, happy hunting. And I look forward to helping you in a commercial property journey. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.